Hello, everyone, and welcome to Starseed Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Starr. How are you doing? You, you're almost doing your little intro jingle, weren't you, that you used to uh, yeah. do when we did these in person? <laughs> I used to sing, but now I'm like dancing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it won't be too long before you can sing in person on the podcast as we used to do all that time ago. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's still locked down. We can't even travel. Yeah. We can't leave the country. It's incredible. I, I think I it's know. incredible. I know. Not long to go. Right, what shall we talk about? Yeah, what shall we talk about today? I was kind of hoping that you'd have something to talk about. What's What's been going on with you? What have you been? Uh, like, what have you uh, been thinking about recently? I've done this kind of. Um, not quite workshop, but speaking event on Clubhouse where yeah. I spoke about collapse of Earth, different quantum realities. That was quite different, successful, like, actually. And people, yeah, because potential... you see, we have a different Earth realities. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like we perceive a lot of information and some of the information, like all of the information feels right. That's a starting point. But is all information available at the same time on Earth? No, that doesn't feel right. And the question I kind of asked from everyone was what do we feel about it? Are we thinking that we are perceiving all this information on our Earth and we are just crossing different timelines, which kind of doesn't really make sense because we perceive it in a way that we can connect to all these energies. Or there is a collapse of different earth realities you know like in quantum reality you have existence of different states simultaneously and for some reason we are perceiving more than we were supposed to and it could be you know an experiment when we had earth number one for this purpose earth number two for this purpose then see which one takes over which one doesn't work you know like a proper science kind of lab experiment However, I feel like something went wrong and it's like every reality collides and we are not getting, it's almost like, okay, a little bit sci-fi and not quite, you know, as it happens. But let's say if we talk about quantum computers where capacities to measure uh, different data, different realities simultaneously to produce a final result or work out the average of something data. I'm to me here, it's almost like we were all stuffed into this quantum computer. And instead of the result, we have a situation when we are not computing, we're just like absorbing all other realities or perceiving all other realities. And to be frank, it's all very confusing. And I don't think mind or brain can make any sense out of it that doesn't mean that we can deny that what we feel or experience. Mm. So would you say that there is, is that there's always, um, there's always a lot of potentials that could happen. And is it now that those potentials are reducing in numbers? 
like potential realities or potential timelines? I am saying anything. Um, n- not quite. One reality, star seeds, okay, and we all accept it. Star seeds are real. We all resonate with the perception of beings or people who have reincarnation elsewhere on other planets and then they're born as humans and the earth is clearly not their planet etc etc so that's kind of one reality we have our earth we have awareness of ascension and we have the starseeds who are obviously bringing down the right frequencies data information uh, knowledge whatever else one reality the other reality is subterranean races okay the information is out there, people connect to it. It seems to be that it is real. We do have the subterranean races of Telos. Now we have the Mer people, which by the way, I never believed in until I had another reading where a person is clearly a Mer person. And it seems like they do exist as part of subterranean races. They're just very anti-human communication or whatever. So that's another kind of Uh, weird reality then we have also awareness of our own like humans pass away right stuck in this reality they don't exit the earth so we have this another layer of existence where all our dead spirits basically walking talking on standby are they reincarnating or they're reincarnating again or, or they're stuck in the limbo land then we have the alien invasion which is also kind of real uh in a sense we do have unidentified flying objects. Yes, okay, there are lots of research, you know, it could be light, it could be some energy frequency integration, but there's clearly something going on as well. And then we do have this knowledge about Lemuria that we still can't put the timeline to it. We still have this awareness of Atlantis, also kind of we think it's at the same time as Lemurian civilization. And then all of this data, if you put it together, it doesn't quite make sense. And it could be just that it's so much of the new information that we just can't digest it and process it. Like in a sense, we don't perceive the reality as is and we're just grasping misperception. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, especially based on like that reading I did where the person was um projected onto our earth reality from an other earth reality right it, it also could be that we do have several earth realities that are collapsing for some reasons we don't have the separation we don't have anymore this clear-cut quantum reality situation where different states exist simultaneously maybe there was some distraction happen and all the realities are collapsing right so are they all collapsing into one or are they just collapsing they're just not existing i i feel collapsing in a sense that uh, let me let me find the terminology. There's actually a terminology about it. Uh, is it photon tubes or something? There is this other quantum reality. Um, it is actually kind of scientifically proven, or at least it's a hypothesis that's scientifically put forward and it's proven in the sense that when we die, 
we exude those photon tubes like uh, beams of information. So anything that we are and we had, this information is literally floating about. So it could yeah. be, I'm totally speculating here, by the way, just to be very clear. It could be that some of the realities are still existing, like our Earth, clearly we are still here somehow, or at least we perceive that. And some realities have collapsed, and it is their perception that we perceive, like those photon tubes floating about, like information about subterranean races, and perhaps even my communication with Tilos beings or other commu people's communication with Tilos beings is actually not real. We maybe just connect to them that information floating about, but we don't Understand. actually have them on our earth. I understand. I understand. That's sort of it's yeah. I understand. It's information that uh, energy and information. It's like um, um, it's like sort of downloading an energetical library book and sort of just tapping into that information, but perceiving that as a reality, whereas in fact it's something that existed. Information that existed that isn't actually around right now. That, is that is that kind of right? Yep, yep. Wow. And what did you give? we... Go on. No, I, I wanted to put the question forward. It wasn't so much about me giving people information because the way I perceive the reality is like we perceive puzzles, bits of a bigger puzzle. And I was hoping by putting forward this information, it will resonate with someone in the audience who would give me other puzzles back and hopefully we would get more puzzles together. It didn't quite happen. <laughs> it seemed to be more that people wanted more information. They could relate to a lot of information. They didn't have the capacity to put it all together or give me any feedback that would make the puzzle a bit more complete. I did get a lot of uh, confirmation, though. It was kind of nice to see people resonating with information and more coming forward with examples of confirming that that I perceive, the others perceive as well. So in that sense, that was kind of good. Did we get more information out of it? No. But then again, you know, like we perceive information differently. Let's say, I'm not saying that some people perceive it first or before or later. It's more, I perceive the information today, but I do have this body that has its blocks and maybe doesn't let my mind to even accept the information. So it may take like a week or two weeks for my subconscious to like slowly crawl <laughs> into my consciousness and mm. deliver the information. I'm more hoping, okay, it didn't give me instantaneous results. But with time, let's say, give it a few weeks or a month, perhaps some of these people will come back and say, oh, actually, I have, a, I have this in-depth information on this and that, and hopefully we can put a couple of pieces of puzzles together. Mm. Do you think that maybe that this information, if we take, like, tell us as an example or something, say if that isn't coexisting right now on this planet at this time, that that isn't a reality right now, could it be that you're perceiving information that is another point in time? And so it is the, when you're connecting to th that information, 
it is a reality but it's just not in this timeline like this time it's it's either in a future or like a different point in time i feel with regards to this information it's not about swapping timelines because when the timeline swap happens i actually have for me personally or maybe for the others it's different because I was in a situation of timeline glitches. I did have a very clear perception that's not this timeline. Like I've been very consciously aware. I literally had words engraved on my forehead, if you want to, if, if I can say that. Not this timeline reality. So I do, ha I do have like a little guide installing my system of perception. The reason I was speaking about Telos and subterranean races like this is because we do have races who coexist with us on Earth. I've met uh, one type in Boulder, Colorado, but they were very physical. Mm. You know, like I could see them. I blinked my eyes to make sure I'm imagining because they do look very translucent almost like a hologram so i wanted to make sure it's not my third eye or projection or my imagination or my mind's eye and i blinked and i i couldn't touch but there was very energetic strong energetic resistance like don't touch basically i had no desire to touch whatsoever we still is however you know people speak so much about them and i've done as much research as i could with limited devices available to me. I haven't met a single person who actually met them. Mm. Even the final of the finalist sources that I've managed to find through my students where there is a particular person who uh, builds one of those retreat villages with the access to, as I spoke earlier, those capsule sources of uh, DNA strands energetics, right? So even that person, when she says, I speak to them, sorry about that, the cat, um, <laughs> like even when she said, I speak to them, etc. when I actually pushed further, she never seen them physically. Wow. Sorry, sorry about the cat. Do, do you understand? So we have a person who everyone thinks she talks to Tila's being, she's the only person ever. And yet when you push forward apparently in the in this physicality there was never one-to-one -one communication mm. so why those beings i've seen in boulder colorado are physical and by the way the whole reason for this my state like agitation state is because thanks to my talks another person came forward and she also seen those beings in boulder colorado and no way. I didn't say how they, yes, and I didn't describe how they look, you know? It was just something I had in my discussion on Clubhouse. I did say I've met those physical beings. The woman took the conversation straight away to private. She described me the beings to the dot. And I was like, okay, because do you understand, when you have an experience, if you don't have anyone else confirming, you do have, I didn't have my doubts, but you don't have a base for more solid argument, let's say. Okay, they're definitely real. You know, people will question you. But when you meet a person who is unrelated to you, with very normal nine-to-five job, <laughs> who also happened to be, for some reason, in Boulder, Colorado, different time, 
and she did see these beings as well, and she described them to me to the dot, because normally I was I was trying not to describe them, and uh, <laughs> you know how come we can see these beings and how come no one can see Tila's beings? Mm. Mm. So do you think that it because of these sort of collapsing? realities do you think that information is being consolidated now so that what people are perceiving is is going to be less do you think that now like do you think that people are are perceiving less because it's it's it is got it has got more complicated and there is a lot of realities i think we'll perceive more I think we'll perceive so much more information that we will not be even able to structure for a bit. Like we'll get overwhelmed and it will be difficult because we have, I don't know what it is, but there is a human need for, what's the word? Similarity, singularity, you know? We don't like something that's different. We, I mean, like we even have this, Social, so, uh, social issues, you know, like we have a racial inequality. We have, I, I don't know. I mean, people find all stupid excuses why suddenly we are different from the others, you know, maybe because you even earn more or less than the other person. And now we have this information like this. We're not prepared for this. We have no capacity or we have very limited capacity to accept that there is more than what we are used to. Agreed. I I don't know where to go. <laughs> <from> here, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I agree. I agree. It does. It does feel like, um, like without these kinds of um, things addressed, and without um, people's acceptance of. Um, or just consciousness opening or being a little bit more open to possibility without that we may not get sort of the clarification or we may get not get the answers that we need because and also because it's not it's not black and white whereas I think people like people don't believe it unless it's scientifically proven they can't see it unless it's tangible like they can't they they need things to be physically in front of them I'll see it when I believe it when I see it you know all that kind of thing um whereas I think that unless we can become a little bit softer in that approach and a little bit um more open maybe we won't get the uh the clarification and the information coming forward do you think I don't know. I I think there is a lot of it on the level that we can't even control because, I mean, I have a small kid and she comes from school and she brings things into my house. And by things, I mean ideas (laughs) that are so foreign to me. Do you understand? Like she is actually trying to measure the world and she needs an understanding of what's normal and what's not. And to me, that's extremely alien because for me, it's like, it's okay for this to be this and that to be that and that's it. But for her, she has this urge. And I don't think it's just her. I think that's how kids' mind works. They need to know what's good or what's bad because that's like their structural safety network. 
so they know what to run away from and what to run towards to. Yeah. And thinking, observing her, okay, only one child, obviously. Like in a sense, I'm not, you know, working at school, observing hundreds of them and saying, okay, this is definitely some more solid data we can research here. And then watching people, you know, we still have all this inequality. I don't think this is going to be erased overnight. I I think there's something, it's not just nature. I, I, I possibly even nurture, there is a need and perhaps it's some sort of survival need that programmed into our body vessel that we have to be drawn to similar looking beings to feel safe. Who mm. knows? You know, I'm not even Darwin. I'm not even darwin to darwin to go into such deep discussion <laughs> yeah well exactly i mean every everyone's in, just an older child version of themselves oh my know? word so the the other reason i can't remember if i mentioned it the, the other reason actually why all this you know collapse of the quantum reality situation happened i had meditation if i shared it before just tell me and i'll stop right i had this deep meditation and i have i'm not kidding I have this um, primate looking like a uh, monkey, or I'm not sure what the right terminology is these days. It's basically a large being that looks like monkey approached me and gave me the whole vision of entirely different earth where the superior race are those primates, right? And it says to me, I am what you would call me as a monkey king. And now I, I'm not kidding. I laughed. I totally laughed. I was like, <laughs> you're right. You know, <laughs> what's next? And then it started downloading visions into my head, uh, my perception and said, no, 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 look, this is our earth. And that's what was the trigger point for me. Because it said it's our earth reality. And it felt to me like it's not the earth reality here. And it looked a kind of forestry earth, a slightly darker looking in a sense, not that much sunlight. And it felt very primal in the sense that, you know, we are the domineering race, whatever, but that's how we like to live here, kind of more animal kingdom. And then it went on about how they had this alien invasion and how they manipulated their genome but they survived and they stayed behind as that earth with them as a domineering race and i was like whoa <laughs> that's mad you have not shared this with us <laughs> okay so that was the whole starting point like why do i perceive this earth i've never connected to it it disturbed me very much and I was like, okay, is it our earth and we are the wrong produce of this alien, whatever? Because, we, you know, we have so many of these theories floating about how our genome was manipulated, how uh, reptilians took over. But I had a very clear feeling that it's not this earth. Mm. And I asked, because it felt very uncomfortable, when something feels really uncomfortable, I ask them to go away. <laughs> And I usually say, look, way. yeah, I say, look, if this is something uh, that's important and I have to perceive, 
then you need to give me some time to digest and come back to me when the time is right and try to talk to me again. So they haven't come back, but I know they're kind of lingering about. And I don't think the point was even knowledge per se. It was more awareness. Here we are. This is a different existence. Very clearly said, we understand that for you humans, that this would be really uncomfortable. Like this would shake up so many uncomfortable beliefs and racial inequalities you have on your earth. Like it's just like you can't even process this information. But they were very forceful about having these visions for me. So I've accepted that and then I asked them to go. It's quite a advanced sort of consciousness to be reaching out, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to intuitively deliver those visions to you. Like they must be sort of a bit more advanced in that way. Yes, you see, that's another thing. They weren't... um... Okay, so when I have visions of how the earth has been created, that is me tapping into that moment uh, of creation in a way that it's, some may call it astral projection. I think it's more remote viewing, to be honest, at the moment. But with this information, as you put it correctly, they came to me and they wanted to communicate and they wanted to establish the delivery of this information. Mm. That takes a certain level of awareness and um, like advanced consciousness to be able to do that, right? Yep. That's really interesting. We, we still haven't done it to anyone, have we? Not that I'm aware of. Don't think so. I don't think we are quite as advanced like that. <laughs> I know that we have some government projects where they kind of, you know, produce some Morse code or send out signals into the universe and see if any alien life will pick up. That, But that's mm. pretty much the max what we've achieved so far. I think so. I mean, who knows at this point? But, I mean, it, it feels so primitive compared to, to 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 the people that reached out to you. And was that actually the king that came, or was it a collection, collective of people? There were no collective. There were a race. He came forward. I mean, I don't know if it's he, but uh, very masculine, which pretty much doesn't mean much these days. Uh, he came with other... Uh, I mean, to me, they look like monkeys. I'm sorry. He came with the other monkeys and it's like he's an entourage. And they were just Mm. confirming what he was saying. And they were trying to make me feel. They They were more monitoring my, the way I react to the information. So if they saw that I love, then Sorry about my cat. If they saw that I love, then they would try to project a feeling of being serious. Like, oh no, we are serious about it. This is a no joking matter. If they would perceive that, uh, like I tried to push them pretty much straight away, actually, then they were like, please listen to him. Like Mm. our king is no joking matter. Just listen. He really needs to speak to you. He really wants to deliver this information. Wow. That's really cool. You'll have to keep us posted. 
<laughs> and if anyone out there that is uh, listening, if they have, if they can sort of validate what Olga's been saying, either about specific races uh, beings that you mentioned earlier in Boulder, um, or if there's uh, anyone that can sort of um, come forward with any information about the collapsing realities um perception and all of that kind of thing i would be fascinated i know it would be fascinated to hear your theories um so if you're listening on the podcast dive over to instagram starseeds under uh, underscore school find us on instagram drop us a dm um or comment on the podcast just basically let us know because this is really interesting um you say you've been doing some talks on clubhouse how can people find you on yes. clubhouse I have a name tag at by Olga Star. Cool. So kind of similar to And then to if they follow me Yeah, and then what the important thing on Clubhouse is to follow the people you want to listen to talk. I don't speak very often, so that's kind of helpful, meaning you'll get very few notifications for me. But if I speak then you get notification and uh, you can join the conversation. Mm. It's been Brilliant. it's been helpful because because, you know, with the lockdown, we don't have an opportunity to arrange all these meeting events mm. where we could, you know, hang out in the, some theater space or outdoors in the park or meet, you know, like we used to have meetup groups. That's no longer possible. So I feel like Clubhouse filled in that gap and mm. actually exceeded it because now we can talk to people worldwide. You know, I had people on Clubhouse joining conversation because they intuitively felt drawn to switch on Clubhouse up, then would be in my room and they would be in Australia or Japan and their timeline is completely um, inconvenient to even be in that room and listen to me speak, but they stay and then they send messages. And I think there's definitely, uh, there's definitely something happening with this information. Like I'm clearly used as some sort of, unification pro program in a way you know like okay here is the channel if we force information through this channel people may resonate with it like they got used to her voice or whatever i don't know and they clearly respond because people actually do send messages and like that woman for example who confirmed the beings and it's priceless you know like before how would you be able to reach a person across the ocean random time line like 8 a.m randomly i feel like being on clubhouse <laughs> Do you yeah. Understand? yeah and then the person it's... speaks and that's exactly the information i have to confirm like what this is next level of this next level of synchronicity like completely next level we need to come up with new words for that <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely well i think just it, it sounds like you're doing everything right like keep doing that like keep talking on clubhouse um and and i'm glad that people can find you and uh are just just by accident finding you or well, not by accident but they're finding you and uh yeah hopefully people listening to this can can dive on and get some of your information too that'd be really interesting i love oh. this you know i i to be honest today all i wanted to talk about <laughs> on easy light subject you know do we tell others that we are stars or not i'm not kidding that was my plan for today and obviously got screwed 
It's because I always want to. I want to poke and prod and find out what new stuff you've been talking about because I'm just selfish and wanted to know stuff like that. And it always, I can't wait for you. Something to say. I can't wait for you to have new dreams. You know, I really want your dreams as well. I know. Me too. Me too. Okay. I feel like I feel like I'm getting closer, maybe, to having a few more. It's just there's a little less noise going on in life, and I think that. Um, as that sort of starts to quiet down, I think that there'll be room for some more experiences, I hope. Anyway, uh, cool. All right, so we will leave it there for this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Starr. Bye. Bye.